Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the High Performance Idiots Podcast. This is your host, Don, joined by co-host Dave. Dave, how are you feeling today? How was your uh, Super Bowl weekend, my friend? Oh, stuffed. Stuffed from uh, Super Bowl festivities. What, uh, what type of Super Bowl festivities Twitter. did you get into, sir? How are well, the ribs, so Twitter, to say? Mr. Dave Casas, you noticed that I had uh, smoking the meats. Don't twist that. You're going to have to chop that. Uh, yeah, we had some ribs. Uh, fajitas. It's a Texas thing. Capped it off with the with the actual lovely Super Bowl, I might add. It was very good. Um, first Super Bowl I've actually watched from uh, start to finish in quite some time, put it that way. Um, you know, Rep Joey B, it was all gravy. Stafford finally got his ring. I don't know what you want to say about that, Don. I mean, it's one of those storylines that we kind of talked about last podcast. Uh, Rams came up big, got the dub. Uh, they basically, they got the job done when they needed to. The Rams never really looked shook throughout the whole experience. There was a couple times the Bengals had them on the ropes. And Stafford came into play. Most importantly, it evolved that, uh, that defense came into play. That defense really stood out. And they're the reason why the Rams are the Super Bowl champions. Yeah, every time, uh, it seemed like every time uh, Joe Burrow and Cincy was kind of starting to put the gas on them, uh, Rams defense stepped up big time. Um, Aaron Donald, beast, well-deserving. Von Miller, uh, a little bit quiet there uh, mid-during the game, but came up big at the end in the beginning. Um no, it was just an overall game, a good game. You know, I uh, actually really enjoyed it. I actually thought it flew by. Refs were very minimal um, up until the, to the end. To the end. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said my mama needs to see me throw a flag. She's going to think I'm scared. So, but, yeah, to piggyback off that, I thought both QBs just played their mind out. I mean – Burrow's knee looked like it snapped in half there for a little bit, screaming in pain, and then Stafford twisting that ankle. But, you know, I don't know if you saw this, but have you seen that Stafford angle when he had that clutch pass in the fourth? That no, no look? look. Ankle oh. taped up and all, bro. That was clean. I got to give it to him. I didn't think he, I honestly didn't think Stafford had it in him. Uh, I really did think he was going to crumble. But, hey, I don't. That's hey, man. You can crumble all you want when you have a defense that is playing like that. That's like they say, defense wins championships. The Rams' defense held down like they did all season. They had a couple games here and there. They had a couple mess-ups, but really they stepped up when they needed to. That second half was ridiculous. They had seven sacks all game, one sack in the first half, and then in the crunch time, bro, they had six sacks. Six. Yeah, wild. no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Rams put pressure on that that Bengals O line, and we already know that Bengals O line was absolutely trash. I don't know how you go to the Super Bowl with that kind of O line play all year. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think they had the worst O line performance of the twenty twenty two twenty or excuse me twenty twenty one twenty twenty two season. In the biggest game, I don't know how 
Joe Burrow did not die. And poor one. I out. mean, he poor had he was, supposedly he was sacked seventy times this season, which is I haven't seen that many numbers since Deshaun Watson his second year starting. Like that's that's wild. I need I feel like Joe don't even have the speed that Deshaun has. Like don't get me lie, there's things where Deshaun looked like Houdini. Joe Burrow has a couple of those, but not as much. But that's a lot of hits for your QB to take. Like, and they capitalized. The Rams capitalized it. Forty-three uh, percent. Joe Burrow was under pressure. There's no way you can complete throws with that type of offense. Like, I just, it's just one of those things that it it's dumbfounded me. Like, how are you gonna have a quarterback? How actually how are you gonna get to the Super Bowl that far, and then your quarterback takes a butt whooping like that? Like, it makes no sense. And they were still in it. They still had a they chance were. to score. Still All the way down. Driving score. Crazy. How many How many sacks did you say? Uh, seven, bro. Oh, this year? I think they yeah, said 70, 70 sacks this year. 70 sacks. All right. So I stabbed so, this. This is, compar- this is David Carr 2002 expansion team level. David Carr got sacked 76 times. That's impressive as hell. Got to give it to him. For Joe, for Joe Burrow to go out there and get absolutely demolished, pretty much have his leg almost amputated, still have his shot to win the Super Bowl. So you have to give it up to him. Jamar Chase, wide receiver play, outstanding. Um, uh, questionable call there in the third quarter right out of the gate. But Jamar Chase, definitely rookie of the year quality. Um, we can even flip it to OBJ. Hey, pouring out for OBJ too. Think about it. Yeah. That poor guy. I mean, he got to the game, did what he needed to do. Sometimes like stuff like that happens. Um, my biggest thing is what happened in the Bengals offense in the second half. They had came out, hit the 75 yard that I don't know should have came back, get a pick, go down, score a field goal, then after that, nothing. I just I didn't understand the whole thing. Like, how do you not run the ball, which you've been doing pretty good at? Their line was pushing them around. You just let you let the Rams defense get into your head, and they played to where they needed to play. Power rush off the middle. Aaron Donald's uh, pushing men that are 360, 370 pounds like nothing all the way into Joey B's lap. Like, how do you not make the adjustments you need to make? It's just tough. Tough D-line play by the Rams. That's, tough that's D-line squad. play? I don't understand. Uh, that First of all, that huge third the uh, third and one going down to the quarter, uh, the fourth quarter, you give the ball to Samaji Piran, and where do you run it to? You run it to you run into Aaron Donald's side. How are you not trying to get your playmakers involved? Why wasn't Joe Mixon out there? Why aren't you doing um, a jet sweep to one of the fastest guys out there, uh, Jamar Chase? Like, it makes no sense. Like, I kind of feel like Zach Taylor fell apart, and that's why they lost. They definitely did get a little conservative there um, towards the very end, but uh, you still got to give it up to them, though. I mean, I, I did not expect the Bengals to make it that far. Actually, I never even expected the Bengals to be part of the conversation whatsoever. Um, but yeah, Zach Taylor kind of got a little too conservative with it. Um, I wouldn't say I conservative with it because conservative with it means you're running the ball. Didn't run the he would run the ball on first down, wouldn't run down on second down. Like it was very the way I see it is he gave too much faith to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got you there, I understand, but you have the lead. Your defense is stopping this amazing offense at any time is going to score. 
the the run game for the Rams was non-existent. Like you just got to go and kill the clock. You got to score points. That's the that's where they failed. They didn't score any points after that field goal. You got to score points to win the game. Couldn't do anything. They had them on the ropes. They had them on the ropes. Both QBs played great. One one just made plays better than the other one did. Um, I'll have to start off with Stafford. He made a few mistakes, but nothing to basically cost them the game. He played experience. like he played like a, he played like the Stafford that was good in Detroit, not the bad Stafford. He wasn't yeah. gunslinging. He was making smart plays, especially when your run game's not working and the t- offense is looking to you. You lose your receiver. Like it's he. What do they say? Uh, great players rise to the occasion, and that's what he did. It may not be in his blood, but that's what he does. Is he? Said, all right, guys, I got you. We'll just keep playing. That and like you brought up earlier, that that beautiful, beautiful play, the no look, looking right, and still throws it and hits cup. And he just knew when to hit his guys. Like great I'm... offensive mind, great knowing everything, and it's just one of those like he deserved it. And he did everything on a hurt ankle. I thought he was out. I was like, man, you well, yeah, had a I guy mean... three hundred and seventy pounds just rolled on you, and it just. Yeah, it's, it did not it's look wild. pretty. It did not look pretty, but I mean, you still got to remember Stafford. You know, has been in the league since 2009. He still has experience. He's been there. Yeah, he hasn't played in the big game, let alone any playoff game. But he still has the reps. Burrow's still pretty young. Um, you know, this is basically his rookie season if you think about it with the injury true, that, that Burrow had. But you know, Stafford, he had a uh, Sean McVay. Uh, McVay's offense. I mean, I don't even coaching tree. I'll give you I mean, that, but he has good. He has good people around him. I'll give you that. But the thing is, if you look at it, Stafford's last three playoff games, the last three up to the Super Bowl, were all game-winning drives. Yeah. Does he he have that clutch gene? Is that what you're saying, Don? I I wouldn't say clutch. I mean, there's the the film where he's a – I think he's got like a dislocated shoulder and and he runs his team down and he's still out there playing. Like, Matthew Stafford was there for 12 – was there for 12 years, bro. Didn't pout, didn't really complain. And I think that was just, that was the football gods giving him his respect, saying, all right, Matt, we sorry we put you in Detroit. We sorry we ran out your best receiver. We're sorry we never got you any help. This is your moment. <laughs> God was saying, Georgia, we're going to give Georgia the natty. And you know what? I'm so sorry for sticking you in Detroit all these years. I'm going to give you a Super Bowl win, too. Good guy, Jesus, right? Good guy, God, on on Matt Stafford's side. Now, my question is, where does uh, where does LA go from here? Um, I really don't think McVay is going to retire. Uh, I honestly really don't think Aaron Donald's going to retire. Um, but there's every indication for them to hang it up early and and maybe exit football. What do you think, think about that? I think McVay's doing the retirement so he can get paid that's like i've taken all of the two super bowls in what four seasons yeah. um y'all signed me as the youngest coach y'all kind of gave me a boo-boo deal look what i just did i think it's time y'all start paying me and as the front office i think you do what the books try to do last year this year you, you sign everybody back everybody takes a pay cut and we go after it again uh, that's yeah, just the way well, it goes because even obj's is, obj has said i'll even give the rams a discount if they want me back and that that's pretty big coming from from OBJ. Um, how about uh, Baker Mayfield? I don't know if that Instagram was really him, but 
I didn't out, see it. Out. I'm not worried about it. We're here to talk. The Super saltiness. Bowl. Of we'll Baker. keep the we'll keep the Browns in the in Cleveland where they belong. <laughs> We're here to show love to Ohio. I mean, not Ohio. It's a Cincinnati wow. man. And let's start off before we get on to Joe Burrow. I would like to take a moment of silence for him after getting his ass whooping. So moment of silence, All real quick. Season. For the last two years. Damn, bro, you just ruined the moment of silence for Joey B, bro. Come on. All right, fine, moment of silence. Yeah, here we go, and go. (laughs) All right. Um, Joe did what he had to do, let's let's just be honest. Not much help from that offensive line. Don't get me wrong, that offensive line played great in the first half, but it, it all comes down to how you finish games, and it it just wasn't it just wasn't in the cards for him. So I'm um, pull up his uh, Super Bowl stats here for Joe Burrow. They went um, bad for his first time, man. But the one Super Bowl, the one stat you do need to pay attention to is, like I said, the seven sacks, bro. Seven sacks, one in the first half to end it. And I'll be honest, I kind of jinxed him. Uh, in my head, I was thinking, man, for once the uh, the Rams haven't hit him. Well, they've hit him, but they haven't gotten a sack. And I looked at my brother, and I was like, I got, I was like, I got a question to ask you, but I'm not gonna say it. And as soon as that came out of my mouth, that was the sack. I was like, I just jinxed Joe. I'm sorry, Joe. So if you're listening, I know you're probably not. I'm sorry. It was me. I jinxed you. I apologize. You know, if, if you really look back at it, he the way he beat KC down the stretch and the way he got out of Tennessee was he did use his legs a lot. That wasn't going to happen in the Super Bowl. So – I don't know how that stacks up against, you know, the the L.A. Rams defense if they were sitting back on them, knowing how they have such a tough, tough front. But you didn't really see Joey B. scramble too much no. like he did, especially against KC. KC is where um, he made the plays with his legs. Rams, yeah. you didn't really see it. I don't, I, maybe containment, I got to go back and look at the film. But most of the times, Rams weren't even sending pressure. It mm-hmm. was a four-man rush most of the time. Third down efficiency, three for 12. Three for yeah. fourteen, excuse me. Terrible. Um, that that's kind of that's clutch up time, but he's young. Let's hopefully hopefully they can get back. Um, I, he's got to get another shot at the Super Bowl in the next five six years. Granted, he stays healthy, but man, you have got to do what you what, what you're working with then and there in that Super Bowl because you may not get another chance. Um, and that was going through my head when he went down wincing in pain clutching his knee. I was like, man, that's two major knee injuries in two years. This might be it for the Bengals and, and, and Joe Burrow, but let's hope that he, uh, you know, bounces back from that. And, and hopefully, you know, they are a young team and keep that core. And I think Zach Taylor is going to be a great coach. Um, Cause what, what is this? His third year. Um, yeah. Third Olympic year. For Cincy. Yeah. They run Ohio. They, they, they're going to run hey. last round. You can't really say they run Ohio because I think they are 0-3 against Cleveland since then. Uh, well, I think a Super Bowl appearance kind of – Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. that. I'll, give, I'll give you that. <laughs> and plus, when you have Baker at the helm in Cleveland up the, up the Cuyahoga, nah, nah. Pass. Yeah. So, I mean, he got his ass kicked all game, but he stepped up when he needed to. And honestly – they're in a, if you go and look, there's a, a breakdown to where if you look, Jamar Chase has Ramsey beaten on that fourth and one. And if Joe's got more time, I think it's Ooh. completed and mm-hmm. we're in there. Like, it's over. Yep. 
That and yep. even when he's getting thrown to the ground by Aaron Donald on that last play, he still almost completes the pass to the running back. A little shovel yeah. pass. Just a little short. Like I guarantee I bet you if he didn't have his knee hurt and shout out to him though, it's turning down the athletic trading saying I'm staying in the game. We're gonna finish this out. Let's go get this dub. I think I think he's all right if he can do that. So I got a salute to Joe, man. Hopefully, man, that was surprising. I, I looked Marino, at, but I looked at producer Matt when when he went down, and I I was fiercely googling who's the backup quarterback for Cincinnati. Like who who's about to run out here? And then at the same time, Stafford was hurt. I was like, we're gonna have two backups with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl. This is not how it was supposed to go down. But credit to both of them, Stafford and Burrow. So, you know. I've got a question for you. Sure. Does Cincinnati make moves for the O-line? Because if they yeah, don't, I, re- I really feel Joe Burrow ends up like Andrew Luck. I hate to say it. Like, Andrew Luck took well, a lot of beatings uh, his first couple of years. And, yeah, it's an upgrade this, what's this your year that he kind of got. Answer me this, Don, real quick. What's your greatest asset on the field? Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, your quarterback, right? Yes. Fortify the wall. You've got to get you've got to get a better O line. And there's options too. There's plenty of options. Now whether it's, you know, Paul Brown and the Bengals wanna spend any money, which is a whole another topic for discussion. They don't even have an indoor practice field, Dave. Sure. You think they're gonna spend money, bro? They're gonna build they a new draft or something nothing. like that. Come on. Like it's hopefully I mean, hopefully it opens their eyes. They they realize what they have. They just—that's what they're missing in his own line. That, and you got to get rid of uh, Eli Apple, if you ask me. So, well, when he, uh, what did he? He ragged on New Orleans, didn't he? That opens up the window. <laughs> no, bro, he ragged on everybody, bro, everybody. Anybody, but, but... lady that's mama, dude, happens, dude, man. you can't do that. <laughs> oh, the mama—they all can't. Um, Honestly, I think Eli Apple was – I'm not going to put the blame on him. Blame can go on Zach Taylor. Blame can go on the offense. Blame can go on the refs. There's a lot to go around. But he's yeah. going to take a majority of the of the blame. Because uh, it was clear as day. Clear as he, day. He, was he gets burned for – I think he got burned for Cup's first touchdown. Mm-hmm. Thought Stafford was going to run with the ball. Stafford's not going to run for the ball. He's going to throw it. Know. Um, I'm pretty sure he got burnt for the first OBJ touchdown, but I'm pretty sure that was a coverage thing. And then the last play of the game, like Cooper Cup doesn't even get in his bag, man. Cooper Cup already knows what he's gonna do. If you look at the film, Cooper Cup's got some of the most craziest routes. That one he didn't even get in his bag. He literally chopped his feet, went left, and then went up the field, and the ball was already there. Like they knew, they knew it. Like you can't talk all that shit and then not back it up, and then to get burned on the biggest game of your career, like it's. They, he's got to go. I'd rather take a kid in the seventh round over him. And he's I been mean, burned time and time, bro. Ran out of New York. Uh, ran out of New Orleans. And he's here. Yeah, he did decent up until now. But up until now, it don't matter. Especially if, uh, if you can't perform the way you, uh, you should do. You should produce. He didn't even try to battle the ball. I don't even think he saw the ball. I don't think he's seeing much. So he is a, he's on a one-year, $1.2 million salary. So he's going to be an undrafted free agent. Coming up soon. There's no way that you got to keep that after that performance. Plus, just the distraction itself. I mean, the memes are great. Don't get me wrong. Shout out to uh, HP Idiots. 
on Twitter. Hey, we went viral for a little bit, bro. Ain't Don trying to flex. 100, 100, uh, 100 something likes. Let's go. But no Bird followers. Toast. People start following Bird us. With the number 20 on it. Oh, it's amazing. So, uh, with that being said, going into next year well you know what let's get into the we had gonna say, you're gonna show awards. you're gonna show no love to the uh to the receivers man the real stars of the show i mean cooper cup is obviously i number mean one. He's, he's, of he's course i mean one. i say i say we saved the best for last we gotta save cup for last that man had a phenomenal season save the best for last let's start off with cincinnati um start off with the young phenom jamar chase who uh comes out the game what is it uh Second, third series with a great catch over the Jalen Ramsey, supposed to be the best lockdown corner in the game. Takes oh, away I half the it field. Was be a battle. Yeah. It was a battle. It was. Yeah. If you think about it, you see a little bit of Jalen, you see a little bit of Jamar back and forth, back and forth, and then you finally see Jamar get one. I thought he was gonna house it. I think if he houses it, that's a big momentum shift. Maybe they go down and score again. Um definitely on a play where Joe's like, I'm just gonna throw it down there, he'll catch it. And he did catch it. It's, it's wild. He um, yeah. tough battle. That's definitely for him. a connection. That's definitely a connection that that I feel like is definitely the most comfortable for Burrow. Because there's a couple times where where Joey B just launches it, saying, "Go get it, go get it, big boy." And he tracks. Yeah. I mean, Jamar Chase is. I think we saw, I think we saw one and two. Um, for at least for the second half of this NFL season, I think Jamar Chase and and, uh, and Cup, I think we did see one and two battle it. Uh, Ramsey, how old is Ramsey? Do you know? Can't tell you off the top of my head, man. He's uh, he's getting up there a little bit, but he's still one of the one of the greats. Um, I mean, he was the battle. That was the battle that was being talked about all week. What can a young rookie do against a seasoned veteran? And he held his own. Um, but if we're really going to give the crown to somebody, we got to give it to T Higgins. That man had two touchdowns, should have had three, but he got decapitated. And if you ask me, it's a penalty, but Hey, I'm not going to go there with these referees. Um, he was the unsung hero. He showed up when he needed to show up. He caught two TDs from two different Joes. Like that's unheard of. So, uh, hats off to him, man. Talk about a great number two. And like we said in our last podcast, Somebody else is gonna have to step up. Jamar's gonna he's gonna shine when he needs to shine. But it's either Boyd or Higgins is gonna show up. And Higgins showed up, man. It made me regret not putting money down on him to score at least two. Because I figured he was gonna get it or it was gonna be split between him and Boyd. But you know how it goes. Nobody ever knows. So um over believe it or not, Higgins was actually on fire the last ten games. Uh put up some ridiculous numbers. Fifty-five catches, nine hundred and fifty-four yards, six TDs. 600-yard games, and that's with being the wide receiver, too, which isn't heard of. Uh, 80 targets were 23% of the shares uh, shares of the catches. Jamar Chase saw 81 targets. So Joe's showing everybody love, and he did what he had to do. When the ball's thrown to you, you got to catch it, and that's what he did. Just think if he had more time behind that That, and you got to learn. You just got to rip, uh, rip Ramsey's face mask, and you're good, and you're open, baby. <laughs> yep. How did you uh how'd you feel about OBJ, man? Um, good for him. You know, um coming out, I thought he was gonna be the 
the difference maker in the game. But obviously with the ACL tear there in the early half, um, Cup stepped up. But uh, OBJ, um, good for him. Um, I mean, you you were right, dude. He was the difference maker. That offense was about to tear apart the Bengals' defense. Yep. They showed more. Uh, you saw they had to put double people on Cup, main focus. OBJ did what he needed to do and made the plays. And it was, I'm not going to lie, sick, sick uh, moonwalk. I'm pretty sure he would add one more two before the game was over. <laughs> two receptions for 52 yards. I mean, the man did what he needed to do when he was on the field. Sky's the limit for him. Just like day, Higgins, but, man. You know your number yeah. one's going to get covered. You got to step up and make the plays. And he did that. The turf made a play on him. Didn't bounce back. <laughs> That's just what happens. It's the game. I know I hear people saying he was selfish for crying on the sidelines, but it's a big game. He knew the effect that he had on the defense. Like, yeah. you're going to feel emotional. He wants to be out there with his with his boys, fighting, scrapping. And he saw, what, he saw how unproductive they were once he went down. He was a big part of the game plan. He might yeah, have even started. Feel, uh, he might have yeah. already. He might even started taking punt returns for all we know. It just, and I guarantee you, he probably throws the touchdown to Stafford with their yes. with their Philly Philly special. Odell's yes. probably or Odell's throwing a bomb to Cup. Definitely, who, uh, you know that's in there. Who was it that threw? Was it uh, was it Acres who, or was it who who? The, it was the Cup to Stafford. Right, who, who, I can't remember for the life of me, but it was just out of Stafford's hands, wasn't it? Cooper Cup threw it. Cup threw it. Okay, so for some reason I thought Cam Akers it was did, a hand, but... It was a handoff to Akers. Uh, Akers went around the corner, tossed it up to Cup, Cup, Cup threw it. that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, OBJ, I said the same thing. I turned and I was like, OBJ would have had money right in the hands. Or like but... I said, bro, they don't probably don't even run that play. They They – Fake the run, OBJ around the corner, throws the bombs yeah. to Cup. Like, it's it's there. And he w- he was an X-Factor that I didn't believe was going to be the one that stepped up. Because that Rams D- uh, offensive rushing game wasn't doing nothing. It was all about the yeah. passing. Guarantee you he's changing it. It might even be a blowout in L.A. It might be boring after a while. Yeah, Cam Akers, 13 carries on 21 yards. Not much doing. Not much doing there, but speaking of running backs too, Joe Mixon had himself a couple games. You can tell when uh, Burrow went down, Mixon uh, tried to put the game on his back. Um, had a pretty good I re- run there. I referenced that quarter, earlier, but... man. I don't know why they went away from him. Uh, all pro running back, uh, two twenty five. I don't like. I said I don't understand why he's not getting the ball. It's it's stupid. It's bad play calling, if you ask me. Well. <sighs> I'm sure Zach Taylor would definitely do it differently if he can go back in time. But Samaji that's wild, bro. James spelled backwards. The they Rams. give him the ball. <laughs> All right, let's get to the main man, the man with probably one of the best seasons all around, Cooper Cup. Like, this man is the man. The If you ask me, the number one receiver in the game. Better than Devontae, better than D-Hop. Better than anybody you're gonna throw at me. I think he's the he he's the man this year. Actions backed it up. Stats backed it up. He was there, man. Two thousand twenty-one receiving yards. One thousand nine hundred forty-seven yards. It's unreal. Sixteen TDs. One hundred and forty-five catches this year. Four behind Michael Thomas. Uh, Thomas when he got that, but they were force feeding the ball. I'm still mad about that. Michael Thomas got <laughs> a fantasy football trophy that year. 
Yeah, Cooper Cup definitely is wide receiver one this year. Um, deserves every bit of it, too. Um, I don't want to be that guy, but he's that sneaky talent. Uh, what do they always say when it comes gym to rat. <laughs> gym rat? Want your daughter. Never leaves like the that. field. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, Cooper Cup. I mean, hey, Stafford, Stafford slings it. He's always been slinging. He always had Megatron, found Cup, now a Super Bowl champion. Very impressive. Both uh, these his, teams out of left field, by the his way. His whole season was 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 legendary, man. Like it, and then especially your first year with the quarterback too. Like mm-hmm. they just had that special connection all season. I had Cooper Cup on my fantasy, and that man put up numbers. That man was having like 20, 30 point games, which is unheard of. You think the uh, Rams get back to the Super Bowl, Don? If they keep everything in place, yeah. And if that Stafford, as long as Cup don't go down with an injury, knock on wood, they should. That offense is nice. I mean, Arizona's in shambles. San Francisco's questionable at their at their quarterback position right now. Seattle, we don't even know. Same thing. Wilson could be leaving. I think they have a pretty good shot. I think the Rams have a decent shot, especially if uh, Aaron Rodgers and and Russell Wilson shift over to the AFC. I mean, it's wide open for them to to repeat. I mean, yeah, I, I I see what you're saying, and it's and now with the way the trend's going, it seems like if you go and get a new quarterback for your team, that's just a quarterback away. That you just, I guess, you go out and get it. Uh, we saw Buccaneers go out and sign Tom Brady. We saw uh, this year the Rams give up first round, uh, send Goff away, and look what happened. Uh, Super Bowl wins. Who would have thought? It's, it's, it's worth it now. I think a lot of owners and a lot of execs are starting to realize that it, it's worth it to uh, sell the house for one, one Super Bowl, you know? And your um, chance to your chance to win again. I, to me, my biggest problem is with teams nowadays. Is I get you have to have a quarterback as a mainstay, but why do you have to pay him so much money? I I get it, you know, I understand, but it kind of breaks the team. But you got to follow the Rams' offense. I mean, blueprint. They have the money and they're able to get a quarterback. So, what can you do? That's a deadly, lethal combo there. Um, Kyler, let's, let's, speaking of quarterbacks, big news out of Arizona. Kyler that drops, the that drops what, the day of the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, that's gotta be, that's gotta be a leak from the Cardinals, money. right? Yeah. Uh, he did, he came out and posted on Instagram saying that something, he's just gonna grind, the uh, media is turning him out to be something different than what he is, but... I mean, the man's never really – I'm going to say it. Kyler Murray, as of right now, is the biggest and sorest loser that I have ever, ever laid eyes on, ever read about. He bar- I think he lost – he never lost in high school. Well, that's I what I was, he lost I, was, I, was fixing, I was fixing to defend him, bro. This man <laughs> is a legend in Texas football. Uh, I think it's three state championships consecutive, never lost the game, uh, raised. I don't know. Yeah, I know you don't know much about high school football, but um, what is it, Allen? 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Allen Eagles. Yeah, Allen Allen Eagles. Uh, yeah. huge stadium, bro. Like he he put the team on his back. Very good superstar. Um, kind of that Trevor Lawrence appeal, to where it doesn't really lose the big games. Uh, got it done. I saw a little flash of this when he was at A and M, hit the transfer portal, but. Uh, I feel like he had a better shot at Oklahoma and did what he had to do. And... Only lost one game at OU. Uh, yeah. Actually, he lost the playoff game, but he only lost one regular season game, and that was to Texas. I do remember that. Damn, that feud always goes back and forth. So yeah. Who knows? But the dude's a winner, and a lot of people nowadays just aren't used to losing. Man, it's just a whole different. The way you way he wins and the way he was winning state championships, it kind of hurts, especially when you're not used to it. Like it's. It sucks. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, yeah, it sucks. No one wants to be a loser, right? But I got to give it up to the to the Arizona uh, Arizona management staff. Is they went out and got weapons specifically for you, Tyler? Did did they go out and get weapons? AJ Green, man, it's AJ Green. <laughs> I'll give him Kendall Moore. Um, you don't want D Hop in there. Or? Apparently, D-Hop I mean, doesn't even practice. But well, I was gonna say you can't really say anything about D-Hop because D-Hop went down with a knee injury. That's yeah. where all the that's where all the issues came. Once D-Hop went down, that offense went down. So you got to go out and get somebody to go on the other side of D-Hop. Your other two, I guess, Christian Kirk can't rise to the top, and I don't know what happened to Moore. Strong couple of games after that kind of just fizzled. So you, you got to go out and get something. The... The thing that bothers me about Kyler Murray is that there there are reports within the Arizona locker room that he didn't even want to go out fourth quarter of that wild card game against the Rams. Yeah, because they were getting their ass beat. I, 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 I would have got tired, too, of Aaron Donald and Von Miller throwing me around like a rag doll. Nah, I'm nah, already with short, that bro. Kind of, with that they, kind of money they can you're curl making. me, bro. They can curl no. me. Call me an you're old probably, man, you're probably you're you probably gotta, still mad at Cam Newton it. for not following on that ball in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you gotta finish it. So we'll see where Kyler ends up. Um, not looking too promising in Arizona. Just want to give sure. a little things I've seen. Um, one of the few pictures he posted was with uh, the coaching staff of the Green Bay Packers. That could be a move. Um, maybe a little flip, depending on what they do with Rodgers. Maybe they send Rodgers down to the desert. Uh, we have seen the past two home teams that have made a deal for a new quarterback have won the Super Bowl. Tampa with uh, Brady, Rams with Stafford. Maybe bring Rodgers to the desert. The Super Bowl is in Arizona, so. Oof. That would definitely be a trend. That that definitely would start something for sure. But, uh, yeah, Arizona, uh, Aaron Rodgers strikes me as the kind of guy that would retire in Arizona. I mean, they don't care about COVID like he does, so yeah, that seems like a fit match in heaven. <laughs> That's another quarterback that we don't know what's going on. He, uh, Congrats to him in back-to-back MVPs, even though I don't think he should have won it. I think it should have gone to Cup, but hey, I'm not a voter. so. Um, and Cup's not a QB, so we kind of... This bullshit-ass fucking shit. Yeah, agreed. Let the people vote. I can't even say that. Because due to the All Star, that's the NBA All Star, that's killed my people voting. So, but um, Rogers, man, uh, I think it's all up to Green Bay, Green Bay's front office. Sounds Green Bay's like gonna throw wants... the sink at Aaron Rodgers. It's been they ha- you know... well, they got to throw the sink to him and Devontae, and it's like what? 
what do you do? I mean, it's it's really up to them. Rodgers has said he's willing to stay, but if I'm Rodgers, I'm turning my back. Y'all lost, what, two years in a row, number one seed? Uh, 49ers have your number. Let's see, I don't think the 49ers are going anywhere. They're still going to own him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I don't think uh, Green Bay's really given everything that they could have to Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, I don't think so. I think you're right, man. It's just I, – I actually do feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. I, I kind of feel like Green Bay – Got that one Super Bowl back in 2011. Um, and then kind of after that, um, I mean, they're a, a storied franchise. Ownership's always going to have their back. But they, they never really hooked him up with any any real weapons. I mean, he only he's always only had one true playmaker on the offensive side. And, and it's been Devontae. Yeah, I feel like they've kind of just been like, hey, Aaron, you know, you're the goat in our eyes. Go make it happen. And I think, that you know, I... at some point later in the year or later on in his career, you know, Rogers is going to be like, hey, man, what the hell? Yeah, I, I got I mean, more. he said it. He said it over the offseason. I y'all aren't listening to me. We need to make these changes. And y'all yeah. y'all don't do anything. Y'all whiffed. Y'all don't. I feel like y'all don't even try to me. Like I was saying, I think he needs Rogers got to find a new home. And I think he should. A couple teams out there. Um, Pittsburgh. Uh, the Colts, since Wentz is getting cut or traded. Uh, who else could – Arizona, depending on the Kyler Murray, or, you know, take your talent down to Tampa. Denver. No Denver's another one. Denver's going through an ownership change. So, I mean, that's kind of a toss-up for a lot of things out there in Denver. Uh, once we get the new owners figured out uh, who's going to be taking over the Broncos, I think that's going to settle down the uh, QB market pretty good because they're going to be in, in store. Uh, I still a fan of Drew Locke, by the way. Uh, oh yeah, I am too. I, I just feel like he's never really—he's never—he's kind of getting the uh, the Josh Rosen treatment a little bit. Because um, I mean, they brought in. I Teddy think he's Bridger in a better already. situation than yeah, than, that's true, than Josh. But, but who knows? He's who in, knows? You know, he's been sitting. Some games Drew will start in Denver. The other games he wouldn't. It's just kind of a a weird situation for an NFL. Uh, organization to do to a QB, but uh, I'm still a Drew Lock fan. But that's one option. Um, hey, Aaron Rodgers at Tampa could happen. You never know. I think the next big move is uh, where does Russ end up? That's the real thing. That's the X factor. This the Seattle finally say we part ways after this disappointing season. Try to get some capital back. Maybe first try to try to move up in the draft. Like. I feel like that relationship between him and Pete and the whole thing, I think he's over it. I think he's ready to go try his talent somewhere else. I think it died when the Legion of Boom died. I think Russ Russ, kind of was over it. Um, I, the thing about Russell Wilson's camp is that he, he does not wear his, his emotions on his sleeve. So that one's a toss-up to me for sure. Um I, I keep on hearing commanders are going to be pushing for for Russell Wilson, but well, they have way. That's what I'm hearing issues. is he's, he's linked to the NFL East. Is Philly yeah. maybe doing a swap with Jalen Hurts in a first? Or uh, like you said, I like to call them the commies, but that's not appropriate. Uh, the commanders trying to make a deal, um, but if it's what do you is do you think it's a power struggle between Pete and Russ, or do you think it's just 
Russ is tired of the place. Like, if you're sitting down and you're the GM, the owner, who are you choosing? Are you choosing Russ or are you choosing Pete? A great coach that everybody loves, or are you going to take this this QB? I hate to say it kind of fizzles out at the end of the year, but is it Pete that's kind of sabotaging him because they run the ball? He likes to run the ball. Like, if you're sitting down there having the discussion with your GM, what are you choosing, Dave? So that that's a really tough spot because both Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll both got you two trips to the Super Bowl, got you one Super Bowl, right? Um, uh, I'm not going to say anything because I'm a Beast Mode fan. And how do you not give it to Beast Mode? Oh, you you yeah, go and give the ball to Russ just because Russ is going to have the fat year. Like, I... To me, as somebody that's well, also Marshawn's had Russell Wilson on my fantasy football, I, I said Russ Packard. So, yeah, with this, I mean, Pete Carroll's up there in it. What is he, like 76 already? Looks damn good, though, for 76. But I, I think Seattle's an interesting spot just because they are probably going to be going through a major shift, not only um, with – their head coach, possibly in the next couple of years. Uh, Russell Wilson, I believe, was drafted in, what, 2012. So he's already in the league. It's going to be his 10th year. Um, the Legion of Boom's gone. So your identity. You're so that, old. You keep bringing up that Legion of Boom. The Legion of Boom has been gone for like the three, identity four seasons is completely now, man. shifting. Yeah, your identity is. What it should be, which they don't, is you have two great wide receivers. You got a beast named DK Metcalf, and you have Tyler Lockett that can catch a, a flu in the desert. Like this man, like, but yet the, all they do is want to run the rock. Like it's, it's old school. It's old school. NFL's evolving. Um, I yeah, think if you, you ain't throwing for five hundred yards a game, you ain't winning. Yeah, I think you do have to move away from Pete Carroll, but that guy has been very devoted, very loyal. I don't know about Seattle ownership and how it goes. I don't know if it's, you know, uh, loyalty as in uh, Robert Kraft style. But, um, yeah, I, I really do think with the shifting of the offenses in the NFL, I think you do have to move away from Pete Carroll, bring in somebody fresh, somebody new. Uh, if you really want to get into it, maybe the McVeigh coaching tree. I'm sure you can fucking find somebody. Um, out of there to lead a brand new offense, but yeah, uh, Pete Carroll's getting old. Uh, I still think Russ has a lot in him, um, and I think if you probably move some pieces around, I think you're going to make Russ happy. And Seattle's always going to be uh, in the conversation, being in the NFC West. Granted, the Rams are really good, and like I said, Arizona, San Francisco. You don't know what the heck's going on. Kyler is deleting pictures um, like a uh, you know high school female mattered her boyfriend but um yeah i think you got to move away from Pete carroll long see i'm the opposite cancer. i'm a. this is how i pitch it russ we're trading you to indiana we're taking carson and a first and the second we go from there we maybe draft a young kid maybe in the second or first round i play with carson for maybe a year maybe sign him to a two-year deal we go from there because carson's reports... not clutch though it don't. I mean, you're in a division where, like you just said, we're kind of having to rebuild. Like, let me just try to see. Carson can run the ball better than Russ, if you ask me. And all you gotta do is just throw it up to DK or 
Lockett. I can't believe I blanked on his name after saying that. After giving him so much props. But I think you make the deal. Why not? Cheap. Money comes off the books. Pete Carroll sticks around for another two or three years. I, that's what I would do. Because there yeah, are rumors no that since, since Carson choked, he's out. He ain't the one. You're, Carson is the reason why the Colts aren't in the playoffs. Their Their window is closing. And that's the question. I mean, where else would you send Carson? You tell me. Uh, Chicago. Why? Okay. Why Chicago, bro? Chicago. You got Justin Fields. A... You just drafted Fields. No, Chicago. Yeah, backup. Chicago is an absolute dumpster fire. That's never going to be relevant at all to me. Um, I, I feel like either or. Uh, I mean, we'll see what happens in Miami. To be honest. What's going to happen with the Stephen Ross situation, paying 100 grand per loss to Brian Flores? Um, do they even want um, to attack Tug of Viola? Uh, it's that whole thing is a mess. Uh, once to Denver could be another thing. Um, that this offseason for the NFL, especially with quarterbacks, I feel like is going to be a wild one. And I think we're going to get a lot of changing of the guards. Um, coming within a lot of these uh, quote-unquote storied franchises around the league. So, I mean, it's one thing. I mean, we can probably debate every week on what's going to happen. Uh, and we will. More than Don't likely, worry. everything's just going to be thrown out the window every, you know, week or two. Well, so. back to one of my favorite segments. What are we doing with Deshaun, bro? Like, Casario uh, went we... on Jim Rome show today, and I almost sent you guys a clip. Jim Rome is still has literally... a TV show. Is it Rome Burning or whatever it is? He's on CBS or something. Nick Casario literally told Jim Rome in the longest cocaine-winded way possible: "Of we have no fucking idea what we're doing. We have no idea right now. Everything is up in the air. All options are available." And I think a lot of people are waiting for other QBs to land somewhere before Deshaun gets shipped, right? I uh, I I guess I have no clue. Today you just told me he beat another case. So what is that? Twenty three out of I mean eighteen or Did whatever. He beat another case? No, 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 no. His deposition is. Oh, is that's what it is. That's gonna that's, be the. That's gonna be that's the a big, big day. Thing. Yeah. So, so we'll we, know more next Tuesday. A move's got to be made before then, right? Like. If you well, were trying um, to trade him? Ideally, the situation with Sean is his deposition is next Tuesday, the 22nd. Uh, attorneys are going to exchange their beliefs, thoughts, grievances, all that. It could be settled then. Uh, it could be going to, um, what did they say, criminal case, right? It could escalate yeah, there's be... there's a hundred ways that this go they could settle that day and then so just like bill I cosby think, yeah i think nick casario is just trying to play it as open as he can at this point what you know? what would you take for him right now like if somebody came to you like i no lie i would at right now i'd probably take two first for him just have two, it. like i'm two tired, ones. tired of dealing with it like and hey, if he doesn't, if he does beat the case, then maybe you send another pick. If he doesn't beat the case, you can have a, you can have one of your first round picks back. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's how it works, but yeah, that would be a great. Uh, hey, nowadays you never know how this stuff goes. Look at the NBA of Spurs. 
got a bunch of picks, but they're not until like 2025, 2024, 2023. Like it's weird. Uh, stuff like that works out. It, it it's just in the contracts that they have. Um, I like him going to Tampa. I can see that being a move. Tampa sent us some of their expiring contracts on the first. I'm cool with that. Uh, my ideal trade situation is Kyler Murray, Deshaun trade. Arizona out. wants to be like the Texans. Come on. Just uh, bring them over. Y'all be the Texans of the West, and we'll have a new identity. Uh, that's what I would take. I... Kyler, Kyler's going to die okay, behind on. the Texans O-line, Don. Bro, he runs like the a bad kid. Be He'll be all right. He'll be, be all right, bro. A little shake and bake. Little five foot six chick. I mean, eight. hey, bro, new coaching staff plus Kyler Murray. You're telling me Lovey Smith ain't making moves for him? Come on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about Kyler, but Davy Mills, he's the future. Say what you right chest. Now. Say what you chest. Say General Mills is the future. General Mills will lead my Houston Texans Matt, to go a ahead wild and card. That. Go ahead and clip that, and let's play that for every time he uh, something happens. Two thousand and twenty-five. We have the new Lions, baby. We get excited for a wild card appearance. <laughs> we get pumped. Um, yeah, Lovey, Lovey Smith filling out his uh, his coaching tree. Uh, actually, sounds like Lovey Smith is running the show, which is a very good thing. Pastor uh, Easterby. He wasn't running that press conference, I'll tell you that. You know what? The man tried, all right? I watched that press conference, and Nick Casario just loves the limelight. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Cal needs to step in. He won't, but he needs to. Um, yeah, I mean, the Texans have the worst Super Bowl odds for 2023. Uh, power rankings came out today. They were 32nd. Uh, shout out to you, Cal. Thank you so much for that. But uh, actually, uh, don't forget to give Cully, uh, Cully a shout out too. And uh, Lovey Smith, who coached the 32nd, 32nd ranked defense, 31st in the past, uh, 32nd in the rush. You know, don't forget to give them shout outs too while you're there. It's not just Cal. Uh, David Cully, I'm just going to leave David Cully alone. He can go with his 20 mil and just happily retire. I'm sure he's. Having a grand, grand old time. I'm yeah, sure go be a no go be problems. a wide receiver coach somewhere where the un- where your productivity was just gonna fall. KC zero uh, touchdowns received by his wide receivers. That is one hell of a stat. I love that. Um, yeah, not much to say about the Texans. I think the main thing now is is the draft. How are you, and how are you not gonna talk about the Texans, Dave? I thought I thought I was gonna hear like. Beautiful angel heart music, and you were gonna just pound it into me that Lovey Smith's the man, Pep Hamilton's the man. Look at our staff; we're all over the place. We're gonna connect. We're gonna bring free agents, and you're giving me this. The optimistic seems very low with you today. Uh, long day at work, but uh, you know, I I I bought a hoodie on clearance because they're absolute garbage. For $17.47, it's a damn good hoodie, and I'm proud of it. Will I buy a Davis Mills jersey? Probably within the next couple months. Uh, if we do get Aiden Hutchinson out of out of Michigan, I will buy a the Wolverine Watt jersey, as everyone likes to call him. And I will proudly wear that. You want to know why? 
because when things get tough, I am not like you, Don, and producer Matt. I know you guys love Kyler Murray, but you guys are following in his footsteps. When things get tough, you guys are crumbling, okay? I am sitting here defending my Houston Texans, even though I look like a goddamn idiot. But damn it. <laughs> hey, I will applaud you for that. I will applaud you for that. I mean, I, I'm not off the bandwagon, but I'm hanging out in the back. Like, it's just... Moves after moves. You, no, I mean, you're Kyler Murray. You think I, yeah, I just said you it, bro. Coward. You guys, yeah, because we're winning, bro. Our IG, our Instagram chat to Texans talk pending blah 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 to Bengals talk pending Texans talk. So you guys are off the raft. Call me in my eyes. I will die with this team, and I will probably die without seeing a goddamn Super Bowl. Call but me OBJ because my dad is out here making highlight films of, <laughs> of Baker Mayfield missing passes to me. Call me that. I can make film after film after film of dumb mistakes, dumb trades, all this. And it just – it that's why. I'm more of an upset fan. I'm tired of giving you all my money and nothing being done. I'm tired of repeat mistakes. Like it's, it's one of those like – your kid has failed the grade two times in a row. Maybe it's time for him <laughs> to move on to maybe like technical school is his, not this regular stuff. That's... I was going to say AC repairs. So we're on the yep. same Hey bro, but guess <laughs> what? AC repair men make money and that's what they need to do. And that's what they're still doing. But Hey, um, I'm a little optimistic. I like it. Um, I'm pet Hamilton 2024. And then uh, we go from there. Uh, hopefully with the coaching staff and everything we bring in, hopefully free agents want to play. I know people love Lovey Smith. I saw the love he got from the players that are on the, on the mm-hmm. team. Like it's, it's a dim light, but there is some light there. It's not completely dark. You you know, that I scene think, in, in Nemo yeah. where at the bottom of the trench and they see that little light. That's how I feel right now. Even though I know at the other side of that's a fish trying to kill me, but you know, we'll figure it out in stride. I'm still there, Dave. I'll hang out at the tailgate with you. But I'm going to go home and watch Red Zone and see some real football. Ah, so. That's terrible. There's one There's one factor that everyone needs to be excited about when it comes to the Houston Texans, and I think that is retaining Pep Hamilton, the new offensive coordinator for your and my Houston Texans. Um, I actually think Pep is going to be – kind of quote-unquote the coach in, in waiting. Um, I think Lovey coming into his late 70s pretty soon, uh, he's going to hang it up. And I really do think that Pep Hamilton uh, declined the Carolina offer and then also uh, pretty much declined the Jaguars. Um, basically due, for, for, uh, due to Lovey Smith uh, being the head coach. And I think that was a smart move by Cal. I think Cal is the one who ultimately – put Lovey Smith in the head coaching position. And I'm pretty sure Nick Casario cried in the corner and pastor. He probably did pastor things and it's fucking weird. But as you can see, Lovey Smith's uh, he's, he's surrounding himself with, with uh, a lot of knowledge, uh, a lot of coaches that aren't fresh and young, like David Coley or uh, Tim Kelly, who God, what Davis Mills did under Kelly's, offensive staff is that's Tom Brady 2.0 in my eyes um but I think uh, there's a lot to be excited about down there on Kirby out there in NRG Stadium and um yeah we're gonna go check them out because 
tickets yeah because tickets are gonna be like five dollars bro so. <laughs> uh, we'll be there <laughs> we're optimistic um now it's free agency in the draft that's where you'll kind of win me back a little bit if we can sign some guys make a little noise we can have a decent draft i might sip a little bit of that kool-aid lightning round don i'm gonna hit you with some questions real quick uh disappointing teams this past nfl season go uh seahawks colts arizona falling apart at the end and saints surprising uh of course Bengals, rams uh first year with matt stafford Patriots first year with Mac Jones make the playoffs and the 49ers bounce back with Jimmy G and uh, they go from there. And then the Raiders, all the drama they went through, second in the division and a playoff appearance. That's a lot of drama, yeah. That's a good call on that one. Good one. Uh, Super Bowl picks next year. Just to make you mad, I'm going to say the Arizona Cardinals and the Buffalo Bills. Wait, 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 wait. Cardinals with or without Kyler? With Kyler. Where's Rodgers ending up? The Berg. Ooh. You know, that's one team we haven't really talked about today. How do we and we're, that? we're saving it for the offseason, baby. We got plenty of time, plenty of topics. All right, Don, last question. Salty square in the NFL right now. Go. I'm going to have to say Baker Mayfield. All right, that Baker Mayfield salty as hell. All right, uh, ending this show. Hit us up on Twitter at HP underscore idiots, high performance idiots. I'm Dave. That was Don answering all your questions, talking about sports. We will catch you next time. Please listen. See you.